uh, episode and uh, the show of ramblings and takeaways. And today we're going to look at uh, discuss uh, social media. So I'm going to, um, in this program, I talk about um, general mental health issues, perhaps well-being, as well as uh, some issues, as well as some solutions and suggestions. And I will base it on uh, my personal experiences and uh, build from there and uh, come up with some takeaways at the end of the session, usually three of them. And uh, hopefully they will be useful and helpful um, for you. And we're gonna, again, uh, start this discussion now. Now it's, it's, it's kind of controversial nowadays and uh, it has become a scene of controversy. And for me, it's just simply stating some of my own experiences and then see what we can draw from it and what, uh, how we can use uh, social media in a, in a responsible and wise way and what to do about it. But let's start with my experiences first that I can uh, share with you. So um, I joined social media years ago. And so the idea of social media too, maybe a definition here. Um, well, it's it's got the media part, which sounds a bit uh, um, like news here. Uh, not all of it is trustworthy, as we know. But uh, the more important part for me is the social part so that you connect. And I think that was the general idea behind um, having uh, this type of media and why it's so successful, because it gives you a, a personal glimpse into uh, yourself, others, and then your relationships and connections with others. So um, I started years ago. And for me, um, I used Friendster a long time ago, and probably most people don't know of it. And um, it wasn't that great. It was very primitive. This is, again, before the advent of Facebook. Um, but I liked it because you get to simply like people. And I don't think you got to post things so much. You had a profile and and that was about it um but um it was it was quite primitive and limited but then facebook came and um i saw it uh, quite useful in terms of uh, staying in touch and connecting with friends i think that is again something a very useful aspect of it still today um of being able to um connect with others see what they're up to um, you could post things. And um, I was actually quite impressed at the beginning and uh, converted my wife, who has become a heavy and regular user of it, and myself, not so much. Um, but um, again, uh, the contact with, with friends is good. Uh, you also have uh, then the option of blocking people, which is something that uh, sadly has to occur sometimes, even with friends and family members. Uh, but that's something, again, um, that's there. Um, they do have the option of uh, using it for advertising businesses. Now, I like to advertise the Rashes world on it, so and my podcast. And so in that sense, it's, again, quite fruitful. But um, I don't think I, I'm using it enough nowadays for whatever reason. But uh, it's great, again, to stay in touch with friends. Um, what I have been using uh, most of the time is Twitter. So that's that's the one I, I use. I've been using for years now, and uh, I use it on a more uh, pretty much regular basis. And I quite like it, but it has its, its uh, drawbacks as well. Um, some of the things is I'm... Uh, quite, I still don't know how to use it effectively. Uh, I have read a couple of books on it. And um, one of the, the ideas was, well, if you have more than uh, 200 followers, 
you have a tribe and uh, and that's great and you can engage with them and so on. But uh, my experience has been I would tweet and uh, the tweet would just kind of get lost or stranded in the Twitterverse and uh, would not elicit uh, much comment or likes or anything or shares. And then there are some that would, and it depends if the issue is uh, something of controversy, then uh, you do get the um, um, the lashback, right? And uh, some harsh words sometimes, which I find quite uh, quite interesting. Uh, it uh, of course it's it's not pleasant, but um, it also shows how um, people are very passionate about things, uh, and uh, we like to call them haters. But um, I, I'm not sure. I'm just I just think they're just very frustrated, and um, I, I try to take it with a grain of salt when when that happens. Um, so. One of the things I've also noticed is that it's uh, it's quite easy to lose um, uh, followers on Twitter. It's easier to lose them than to win them over, right? Uh, so um, just one tweet uh, that is taken the wrong way in many cases. Miscommunication does happen quite a bit, and I'll, I'll talk about this too, uh, simply because... Um, well, it's it's limited. The the amount of information you can put, you have the word limit. It used to be worse. It used to be uh, much tighter. It's like having a really tight belt. Now you can loosen up a bit. But in many cases, I go overboard and then have to tear it down and cut it down. And I might and often lose the real message I was trying to get through. And it can, again, be misperceived. And um, people react to it in, in, in different ways. So um i think uh again uh it's it's easy to lose followers uh and it's much harder to to win them over so uh if if you're watching and you are not following uh my twitter feed arashmania is it is then uh, then please do and um and i i like to steer the pot though i i do i do like to to do that occasionally especially on twitter because i think um i feel a bit that's a different side of me. You have Facebook kind of the friend, then uh, um, in, on Twitter is kind of a bit maybe different, different things that I try to express and respond to. And um, then we have the other persona of myself, which is uh, LinkedIn. That's another uh, social media uh, platform that I'm uh, using. And, um, I, and that's a different one. That is your connections are uh, mostly other professionals, and so mostly people are at the best behavior there, and including myself. And so I think that is uh, is also the environment because you don't um, you want to make a good impression for again um, these are future um, employers perhaps, and these are again um, colleagues and the contacts that you have. So uh, in that sense, I find also many people are more careful in how they express themselves for twitter it's just like you know you ramble on or you rage on but there i think you you kind of restrain yourself um what's what's great about um linkedin too is um once you have your connections it starts building so not not everybody can can just kind of join into your connection kind of like facebook um but uh it also you can also see the connections you have with others so um that's one thing uh, that you can try as an experiment if you do have linkedin and uh, i found it quite fascinating and spent a bit of time 
but quite it's quite a, a lot of fun to to kind of check what is my connection with famous people and then sometimes there is a third connection so you say oh that's great we're somehow connected the six six degrees of separation that exists uh, on LinkedIn so so that's that's quite a lot of fun and um, just to try out what's also good is uh, an interesting is you see when others view your profile unless again they're an anonymous they don't want you to know but um, uh, usually you get again a sense of who who went on it and which is which is quite comforting in in in, in many cases because oh great there are uh, checking me out right uh, for better or for worse but uh, you, you are told you're given that information and um, people search for you and it shows up and there are certain organizations where you you will kind of wonder why uh, uh, are they uh, searching me or why do they go on this post and uh, including sometimes really odd information the premier and uh, Australia, who, who I want to um, say hi to, if uh, if this person is, is watching, somebody from the office at least, uh, and so it tells you that. So I was wondering uh, what the connection there is, but again, they might just be interested in the in the topic and in the podcast and so on. So that that part is again, I, I quite like. Uh, sometimes big companies uh, go on it, and I had uh, CNN come once. So again, welcome to drop by anytime. So um, that's about it pretty much for um, my experiences. So this is the rambling part. And uh, I want to look at some of the issues and problems with it. Um, but uh, before I do, I would like to um, uh, um, display here for, for anyone who uh, wants to vote um, the um, here a, a quick poll, right? That uh, if, again, uh, people want to vote on, uh, which is the uh, social media platform you like best. Um, there are again um, the the ones I talked about here, which is um, um, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Uh, but if you have others, I haven't used them, so I can't really comment on them. But again, uh, feel free to um, um, yeah to just uh, choose your answer. If it's other, maybe you don't even have uh, use social media, which is okay, of course, as well. But uh, I think again, and uh, that's going to be my my next part of the discussion. I think that it has its benefits, it has its usefulness, uh, and so we're going to get to that too. So if you can, that would be just interesting information to to get to know. Um, let's now continue with some of the uh, problems here with social media, and that is uh, uh, something again uh, quite important nowadays. Uh, one of the main issues I think is with algorithms, right? So we do have uh, algorithms that automatically uh, push, especially if you look at the, the uh, most uh, popular ones. So again, uh, Twitter and Facebook that push extreme content right to the forefront. And um, that is done again to uh, increase engagement, which can lead to, to, to profit and more people joining and so on. Um, but it has its downsides, right? Because um, we have to keep in mind that uh, these are these tech businesses um, want uh, to make profit. Uh, they're in it for, uh, yes, the good stuff, but they also want to um, make money off of it. So that is, again, something um, we have to um, consider and keep in consideration. So um, this then galvanizes in many ways, mis as well as disinformation. And so this is what we're seeing nowadays. 
We're seeing it more. This has always existed, but we're seeing it more because we are currently in an age of uncertainty. Uh, so there is a lot of anxiety, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of things are happening, uh, which is uh, very, very frustrating in many ways. And, uh, um, and again, it increases fear. So when we have uncertainty and uh, even um, experts do not know what to do, we look for, for certainty and we need some sort of stability in an, uh, a world that feels quite unstable and shaky, a shaky ground that we're on. So um, that often leads to misrepresentation and distortion of facts, right? And that can be done for different reasons because maybe people, um, this is the true belief or maybe they want to get popular, they want to go viral. And so it can be a vicious cycle there too that we have to uh, take with a grain of salt and we should be uh, careful about. And this leads to the, the echo chambers that we have. So what that is, is basically uh, your own view uh, keeps repeated back to you, the echo. And uh, what that does is, uh, in terms of psychology, it kind of reinforces it. Um, now, it could be that your opinion is, uh, is, is good, is correct, it's scientific and so on, and then, okay, that's, that's not a bad thing. But even so, I think diversity uh, is important to understand the other point of view. What do others say? And so um, I think we do need a bit of a balance, not just always uh, preaching to the choir, but also listen to others in terms of understanding them and also um, having empathy for their point of view. But we get entrenched, and that's why we're so polarized, we get entrenched in one side of things and don't let others uh, enter that, uh, that chamber. And so we have our own rooms. For, we look for like-minded people. And I think we need to open up a bit more uh, in that sense. But again, always uh, trying to be as civil as possible. Um, so one, one of the other things is, so that leads to what we call confirmation bias, right? So we tend to look for things that reinforce our views that we have. And that happens to anyone. Right? That happens to scientists, that happens to the medical profession, that happens to, to journalists as well. So the view that is closest to ours, um, that's the one we focus on more and uh, part of it consciously, but part of it also uh, subconsciously. And so it reinforces that and makes it stronger. It doesn't necessarily mean that that is the correct view. So uh, that's something we have to be also uh, careful with, especially uh, when we're looking at the sciences, right? So there are certain things we don't like to, uh, to accept, but yes, there are, for example, certain side effects and so on. So we have to uh, acknowledge them too and uh, be aware of the confirmation bias that we have. Um, what is um, an unscientific view is what we call here the friend of a friend narrative, or uh, I know a person who, and and uh, because this is such a personal experience, that those experiences uh, tend to go viral, and they're not necessarily true, and in many cases they aren't. Um, so what happened to a friend of a friend does not necessarily mean that it is the norm, right? So that's when we should be a bit more critical and look at the whole information and, and analyze it and uh, uh, again, process it, think about it instead of jumping to, to conclusions. 
So that could be, uh, for example, uh, this person drank coffee and got very sick and uh, and uh, lost consciousness, for example. So that does not mean that this is the case for everyone. Um, but the problem with that is because it goes viral, because it's someone that is relatively close to us, or again, friend of a friend, or uh, we know a person that this happened to, it gets blown out of proportion. So we do have to have a more critical mind and look at the information and data and then decide. It doesn't mean that it doesn't happen or didn't happen, but it means that it can get uh, blown out of focus. And so we have to really um, uh, make sure that the data is, again, uh, really representative before we are swayed in one way or another, in one direction or another, especially, again, talking about this, uh, this time of anxiety where there are there is not enough certainty for us. Um, so uh, that's the, the personal story is always more engaging. So that's why we connect with it more through social media. Uh, I mean, the, there is the good side, of course, where people share uh, their own feelings, uh, their own feelings of suffering, of anxiety, of stress, and so on. And that's coming out. And that is great because uh, in that sense, we see that it is quite normal to feel like that. That is quite common. And we connect with others in that sense. So that is, again, uh, it can be used for good or bad. Again, we have to be careful with that. But it does have that emotional appeal uh, to us, again, for better or for worse. Um, but they do, and some people do, and the uh, companies as well do, uh, prey on uh, anxieties. So that uh, uh, does happen um, because, again, it elicits uh, uh, engagement, increases engagement. So we have to be careful because mostly the negative stories will be the one that go viral. And that's not just the uh, algorithm itself. That's also us because we're drawn towards uh, negative stories more than positive stories. And that is, again, a perfectly human. Um, what that could create, though, it could create a community, but a, a more um, a kind of dangerous community, if you like, more like uh, um, cult-like community if again it goes to very uh, too much extremes and so you want to be careful of that of not isolating yourself from others and that goes back to the echo chambers that i was uh, mentioning but it, it that sense of belonging again um could be quite good if the cause is again something that's worthwhile pursuing and we have to be careful because not everyone is who they claim to be also especially on social media uh, it's a bit easier on, on, uh, on specifically Twitter, I would say. It's a bit easier on when you go on LinkedIn and you know the person is the person who they say they are, right? So that is takes away some of that uh, uh, uncertainty out of the equation. Um, and uh, then you get things like conspiracy theories and not trusting experts and leaders and so on. And, and we do have to be, um, be careful uh, with that kind of information. And again, don't have to shun it, but um, think about it as well. Don't just uh, jump to conclusions. I think that's important. Uh, the, the positive side of that is whistleblowing, where people do share things that uh, maybe people don't want you to know. And that is, again, uh, but we do have to be careful with all that type of information. Um, the good purposes, again, so it's it's a powerful tool also of awareness, as I was mentioning, of engagement, of creating that sense of belonging. So if you are 
for example, uh, suffering from a certain disease or a certain condition. Uh, you can uh, join others, you can find others, like-minded people. And in that sense, I think that is quite good because you get comfort and support from others uh, via uh, social media. And, um, and there are many friends that uh, you, uh, you will gain in that process. And that is, again, worthwhile pursuing. Um, and uh, there are actually uh, your criticism and grievances. Uh, it is quite powerful, too, because it does make an impact. So um, I had one, and I believe it made an impact uh, when um, um, I was sick and I, I, I did have the, the latest uh, Omicron variant uh, um, at the beginning of the year. And so I, I had a fine from my library, and uh, it was... Uh, disproportionate. Uh, usually I do not owe uh, $10, but it's because for the safety of myself, as well as others, I decided um, um, not to return the items. And I, I, I posted that and um, I felt a bit, um, uh, I felt it was a bit unfair, but I accepted it. Right. And um, it was uh, uh, basically a few weeks after that when the fine was lifted. So I, I'm not sure if that was it was because of the tweet or it was just the general policy that they had, but it made me feel that, yes, they are powerful and you can lead towards getting people's attention and change. If again, uh, in this case, I thought uh, that uh, it, it was not fair and, uh, and I believe they saw it, whether through my tweet or other things that led to that decision. So it, it does have uh, power and we should not... Uh, Ignore that that power that you have for for good for for uh, positive changes. Um, but that's the thing. Mostly, there is too much focus on the negative. We talk about it's in the news, uh, and uh, we should not let that overshadow the the good things that uh, social media brings as well. Right. So again, some of the things that I mentioned uh, uh, in terms of your community connecting with others and so on inspiring others, motivating others, right? So um, there is so much that, so much potential there uh, and uh, so much good that can come out of that. And especially nowadays where um, we did have uh, a long phase and still do to a certain extent uh, of, of distancing our, ourselves, but it's kind of leading us to engage uh, socially again through uh, these means of social media. Those connections, inspiring others, and it's also a form of relaxation and entertainment, right? So it's something that we do, and we we switch from watching television to to doing this and then interacting with others. So and uh, and that's good again uh, uh, if it is uh, making you feel good as well, right? So I think that is important too. And so um, we don't want to fall. Also, we don't want to fall victim to it. Right? So it's important to take things with a grain of salt, not to be driven by it, right? not to be, again, using it as maybe a form of refuge or comparing yourself uh, with others. And we always come up short in many ways. Um, we want to also take responsibility for our actions. Right? So if we, if we like something or if you share something, then be aware that it is fomenting that. So do you really agree with it and so on? But um, we, we shouldn't also use it for a way of necessarily, actually, we shouldn't use it all the time as a way of uh, venting anger or frustration. Occasionally that's fine, okay? But 
um, again, we do want to be uh, careful with what we are projecting. And it, it, we, we should feel free also. It's not something that will stand in court to anything. It's just, you know, it's just our states, our moods. It changes and we change. And so it's important to also take the things that we see there with a grain of salt again. Uh, and not to be, again, constantly on the defensive and feeling attacked by others or be trigger happy, which is, again, kind of the opposite or passive aggressive way of, again, attacking others. And I don't think that is uh, the purpose. I don't think that is really uh, helpful for anyone to, to engage in, in, in behaviors like that. Uh, and so there are some uh, people and uh, experts who said in terms of social media, it's better to delete it from your phone because when you are angry at the moment, you have immediate access to it and you will tweet something that you will regret later on. And I, I disagree with that. I mean, I think we should, again, use it wisely and maybe take a deep breath before we post something and think about what is it we're really saying what how will others feel about it if you're commenting on someone but again never engage into uh things like cyberbullying and so on I, I that is not that is not good right and that's not what you want hopefully um have empathy and consideration for others right so that's really important how will it affect others and be as clear in communication as you can Right? So that's also quite important uh, because um, the, if, if you are being sarcastic or this meant you as a, as a humorous comment, it's not always clear in writing, right? So in speaking, we do have the tone of voice, we have gestures and so on. Uh, we're missing that. We have emojis that might help. I use them uh, like the smiley face. But um, again, we need to be as clear as we can. And uh, that's important too. So there's no miscommunication, misunderstanding there, or at least to cut down on it. And again, some things that you might change, we have the option of, of deleting it and say, okay, you know what? Or again, uh, um, changing or adding to it and explaining it, uh, what, uh, what happened? What did you mean by this, right? And so I think that's uh, something we can do. Um, and uh, not just blame it for our, our problems and issues and so on, because uh, it's it has the power that we give to it, right? It's important to also accept our own flaws, our own responsibilities uh, in this uh, in this context. And um, so we're not we're not mindless zombies. We are. Uh, uh, we need to use it uh, responsibly and be aware of our own flaws as well as uh, as as I was saying. So use it responsibly and wisely. Um, and. Again, I think it's important. A lot of um, experts are using social media, to, so to have them in your in your room as well to double check things, maybe ask them. A lot of them are actually quite open to engaging in in conversation and communication, so that that can help us to clarify certain actions and views and so on. So uh, to take advantage of that. And uh, what, what I like to think, I mean, when we go and ask about, for example, health and let's say about surgeries and so on, you would ask the surgeon or a, a certified surgeon, not uh, your uncle Bob or something like that, because then uh, you want to get the, uh, the correct information that's going to be um, most helpful and useful for you. So uh, that is, again, um, quite important as well. So that will take me towards the uh, takeaways. And um, I have uh, three of them. And, uh, and some of them, again, I've been uh, talking about here. But uh, I do have here my list. 
and um, I will go over them with you and then uh, we'll see if there are any um, questions, comments at the end. And uh, if not, these are, uh, we're gonna end here with our three takeaways. So the, the first thing is don't throw, takeaway number one, don't throw the baby out with bathwater. Now, uh, I think this becomes relatively clear. Uh, what I mean by this is a look at the good and the bad of social media, right? So we don't want to, again, um, uh, act uh, in an impulsive way and reject it completely or prematurely. Um, but at the same time, we do have to accept the, the downsides of it. And so in the media, it seems that there's this evil that's going on. I disagree with that because I do see the good side of it as well. So it's the... Uh, uh, perspective that's important, but also what you bring to it. So don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Don't just uh, quickly reject it. If it's not your thing, that's fine too. But be aware that there are um, also good sides to it, positive sides. Uh, my second takeaway here is don't immediately believe everything you see and read, right? So that's important. You just have to make sure, even if it's from experts, because experts do disagree with each other, that's, that's perfectly uh, fine and normal. And it does happen in uh, situations that are uncertain, that are constantly evolving and changing. So do, do keep that in mind. Be skeptical. Don't jump to conclusions in that sense. Uh, be aware of echo chambers. They're not necessarily bad, but be aware that there are other uh, rooms as well and go and visit them and just kind of find out, be curious about uh, other points of views and be aware of things like confirmation bias as well as algorithms that push certain things towards you um, that you might agree with, but don't always uh, stick to things you agree with. Right? Also take a look at what is the other side. Uh, um, for you, we might think of the dark side, but what do they say? And they might be right in certain ways. So again, that is uh, being curious is quite important. And uh, number three, takeaway number three, keep sharpening those critical, critical thinking skills, right? And I, I said it twice because they are critical. Uh, we do have to use uh, reason and judgment and so on, a good judgment um, and common sense as well um, to, to draw conclusions. So um, be aware of that. And you want to focus if you are making certain decisions that will affect your lives and others and so on in different ways, you do want to make sure that they are credible sources, right? And um, as, an, as an educator, as an instructor, I, I always talk about that, right? When you are presenting your references, do make sure that they are um, people who know, right? And But you can gain knowledge in different ways. Some of it could be personal experience, and that is definitely important too, right? We do want to we don't want to undermine that, but uh, again, that fluctuates and we have to uh, be aware and not fall into the uh, friend of a friend narrative or again, I know a person who, right? So we want to be uh, careful with it. So do use it, do use it wisely and um, basically also um, have fun with it. I think it's it should be something that uh, you take pleasure in and if you're not, then um, maybe change your attitude towards it, maybe change your platform or again, uh, anything that you see fit there. Okay, so um, thank you very much for, for listening. Thank you very much for, for dropping in here if you're in live and for listening uh, to this podcast. And I will come back again uh, with uh, another topic of uh, ramblings and takeaways today was on social media. And uh, I hope you follow me on social media and we can continue these discussions 
Thank you very much and have a wonderful day.